the river kind of lives in certain people's lives. And for me, the rivers are, have always been these powerful, like Langston Hughes, I've known rivers, right? This is a podcast about visual art at Auburn University. My name is Chris Molinsky, Director of Education at the Jewel Colin Smith Museum of Fine Art. Today, we continue our conversation with Walter Hood about his exhibition, Arc of Life, Arc of Bones. In the last episode, we talked with Walter about his paintings. In this episode, we continue thinking about the second part of the exhibition, which is a large sculptural project that Walter described as an aquatic vessel. It's a sculpture of a boat upside down, named The Ark of Bones, for a short story by the author Henry Dumas. When we first contacted Walter Hood to think about creating a project for Auburn, we imagined he would create a project outside on the museum grounds. As the project evolved, Walter proposed two parts. One, a series of 10 paintings for the first 10 years of his life growing up in Charlotte, North Carolina. The second part was a sculpture made out of wood resembling an upside down boat. The object was inspired by the Dumas short story, Ark of Bones. Yeah, Dumas' Ark of Bones, um, it's, it's a, a short story that I've been giving my students to read over the last 20 years in my cultural landscapes class. Um, because part of my course when I started teaching it, it was um, a cultural studies course that UC Berkeley, well, I think all the UC schools in the mid-90s doing multiculturalism, they gave grants to faculty who wanted to teach these multicultural courses. And it pretty much were courses that added just these different narratives to subjects that dealt with race. And I thought the short story was very interested in how the river kind of lives in certain people's lives. And for me, the rivers are, have always been these powerful, like Langston Hughes, I've known rivers, right? Um, but going to like design school, it's like, it's just all about hydrology, <laughs> right? And plants, right? It's not really about this kind of um, how people are part of the river. Dumas was killed by a policeman in 1968. The collection of short stories, Ark of Bones, was published after his death in 1974. In a New York Times review of the publication, the two characters, Head Eye and Fishhound, are described as being, quote, ordained by the priest of the ship, who presides over a hold filled with bleached bones, which are handled with reverence and delicacy by attendants. In the story, this priest character says to them, quote, You are in the house of generations. Every African who lives in America has part of his soul in this ark. When Walter started researching ideas for a project built specifically for Auburn, this story kept coming into his mind. You know, that short story just came to the front. And I was like, wow, maybe I should do something you know, that riffs on this short story. And that kind of led to this idea of the Ark, right, as, as this house of ancestors, as a place where we can actually think about 
the wake of the river, the Alabama River, but also how this vessel could somehow have this power to tell a multidimensional story. Walter Hood is known as a landscape architect and works with his firm Hood Design Studio in Oakland, California. Eventually, the Ark of Bones sculpture will move outside as a temporary sculpture on the Auburn landscape. Like the paintings, the Ark continues to explore personal themes of history and identity and a connection to the water. Yeah, as a landscape architect, you know, hydrology is like just central to what you think about um, moving water off of surfaces. But, you know, again, being from the South, North Carolina, um, my mother was baptized in the river, Cape Fear River. So very early, those rivers are always, they just meant something, right? Like when we'd go to my grandmother's house, my mother would always point out, that's the river I was baptized in, right? And by the, she died by the time I was eight, but that's an early memory. And the Cape Fear River then always sort of lives in my mind, you know, as this big thing, you know, not as this little thing. Uh, also, I was baptized. I'm Baptist. I was baptized. I remember being baptized. Um, I remember going to the Holy Land. Um, the first time I went to Jerusalem, and I went to the Sea of Galilee, you know, these places because they, they were just so big in my mind. And they were creeks. You know, the Sea of Galilee was like not a sea at all. But, but again, just seeing how the mythology of water um, and then having experiences uh, in Rome, the Fountain of Four Rivers, uh, you know, and just all how water has always been part of cultural sort of life to a certain degree. The Aquapolis in Rome, where we're bringing the water to the people. You know, I mean, all of these expressions. And then, you know, when I am walk or, or experiencing America, I always. I'm always saddened by how we don't have that, you know, that reverence, that, those relationships, right? Because we design them out. Because one, we, we, we're, we're fearful of them on one hand, but also we want to control them to a certain degree. When Walter first visited Auburn, he started making those local connections to the water. Of course, there's a large man-made pond directly next to the museum and a large reflecting pool by the entrance. The presence of water on our landscape resonated for Walter with the river in Montgomery, and a trip that we took down to Mobile to visit with descendants of the Clotilda, the last slave ship and the town they built, Africa Town. Going to Mobile and meeting with the Africa Town, the young descendant, and also understanding that they found the Clotilda boat uh, the ship remains. It was powerful in that there are these other narratives out there, right? There are these other cultural memories, artifacts, people, landscapes that are doing work. How do we propagate, right, these, these narratives in the world so that, again, there's not a single way to kind of understand our past and our present and our future? And particularly if we're all still behind this idea of America being this heterogeneous place where just different people can live together. The only way that's possible is to somehow 
be in tension with e pluribus unum. Because out of many, one, okay, you can be in America, but we don't have to all act the same way. We don't ha all have to like say we have the same history. We can still be American, right? But we've taken in pluribus unum to that like, <laughs> it's like we gotta be the same. And it's like, and we're seeing where those issues are because we're just losing so much. We're losing so much richness, I think, in relationships, in conversation, experiences, all of those things. Because we're trying to say, if you're American, you have to be like this. As part of the museum's celebration of its 20th year, Walter Hood's project is also a project about the future and what futures this museum could have. He was inspired by our origin story of the Advancing American Art Collection and the ways in which the museum has more recently worked with artists and scholars to reimagine local and regional histories. Well, I think one, it's, it's suggesting that in this museum, this fine arts museum, and I think you're beginning, I saw it in one of your last exhibits, it's not just about coming to a space and enjoying a two-dimensional set of representations, but to come to a place and to be engulfed in different narratives. There is a different way of then seeing your world around you. And I think that's where our institutions can play a greater role that way, that they don't always have to be just depicting something in the past, but they could actually use fine art as a way for us to sort of talk about where we are, where we come from, and maybe where we can go forward. Uh, but in a way, it's to celebrate that diversity, right, to a certain degree. And I think that's the DNA of your, your collection, you know, just knowing that at one point in time, there was a kind of disregard for certain types of work, right? And there was a, a passionate <laughs> plea and action to make sure you didn't lose those. Uh, and I think that's just part of your DNA when you kind of think about it. I was just looking through your collection again. I was like, wow. My thanks to Walter Hood for talking with us about his work. The installation, Arc of Life, Arc of Bones, will be on view through July 7th. My thanks also goes out to the entire team at the museum and the team at Hood Design Studio for their work on this amazing project. Join us on February 3rd for an event at the museum we're calling the Auburn Forum for Southern Art and Culture. Walter will join us and talk about this work. All museum programs, including this podcast, are made possible by listeners like you. Visit jcsm.auburn.edu to show your support. Thanks.